Hello, welcome to the Tuesday, May 3rd, 2022 edition of the Sands and its Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich, and today I'm recording from Jacksonville, Florida. Well, I talked a few times already about how attackers are attempting to bypass issues with macros. Macros have been the go-to way how attackers tricked victims into running code in Microsoft Office. But of course, uh, Microsoft has uh, gotten or is going to be more tight in when they allow macros to run at all, regardless of user permission. Didier today has an interesting article looking at one way how uh, this restriction could possibly be bypassed, and this is VSTO Office Files. VSTO stands for Visual Studio Office, and that's exactly sort of what it is. It's a Visual Studio application linked in to an Office document like a Word document. Now, there are some restrictions. It's not quite as easy as just uh, adding a random binary uh, to a Word document. They have to be validly signed or they have to come from the internet zone and the like. But yes, uh, they can be downloaded from a remote location. And that's what Didi looked at, whether or not he's able to detect whether or not a document is including a URL that's downloading these additional applications. And well, turns out he didn't even have to write a new tool. Exif tool does the job for you. The two properties you're looking for here is assembly location and assembly name. So when you're running Exif tool, just grab for it. Or did he actually use this handy head tail tool, which will display the first 10 and the last 10 lines of the output, which then also includes uh, these uh, two properties. Exif tool works for OXML files. That's what he is demonstrating here. But if you use ziptump.py you can also get the same result or olidump will return it for oli files this article by the day was in part based on a tweet by mark oxenmeyer and uh, in general if you haven't looked at vsto files you definitely should take a moment and read up on how these files work and then again what the restrictions are as to their use but well, how would the malicious email reach your users? We do have a blog post about that. And that comes from a checkpoint company, Avanan. And they looked into how a Gmail really was abused in order to deliver phishing emails. The problem here is that as long as you are a Gmail tenant, uh, you're able to use these Gmail relays and that allows you to essentially create legitimate looking email that appears to come from any other uh, Gmail tenant. So the attacker can spoof uh, the email from header. However, uh, Google and others will actually point out that the from header doesn't match the actual sender here of the email. However, in order for this to work, you need to set up your DMARC policy to reject. So make sure you have that set. It's scary to do that sometimes because then, of course, a misconfiguration may lead to dropped email. 
And the Open Source Security Foundation, or OpenSSF, uh, has introduced a new project that uh, they're calling, well, a Package Analysis. Pretty straightforward name, because what it does is it looks at NPM and uh, Python PyPy packages uh, to look for malicious uh, behaviors. They're having uh, three components here that they published. Uh, one is just a scheduler, then they do have... Uh, component actually does the analysis of any newly published or updated package and then they're feeding all the data with a loader into a big query uh, by Google so uh, that's how they make the data available and looks like they already found 200 malicious packages so sounds certainly like a valuable tool to solve or at least help uh, reduce this uh, big problem uh, with uh, malicious uh, packages in these repositories. Then we have a new paper by researchers from the US and Israel outlining a possible data leak issue in Apple's M1 processors. Doesn't appear to be quite as bad as some of these Spectre attacks and such that we had, but certainly similar in its approach. It does affect the memory-dependent prefetcher and apparently does leak some pointers. Certainly we'll have to see if uh, this develops any further. At this point, at least, there is uh, no uh, secret keys or so that are being leaked by any of the proof-of-concept exploits. Well, and that's it for today. If you like this podcast, I certainly appreciate any good reviews on your favorite podcast platform and talk to you again tomorrow. Bye.